Today's guest is truly amazing. We met while we were in college and her story is so unique. And I knew I wanted her to be on this podcast. I knew I wanted her to share this story because I feel like it will resonate with a lot of people, especially those who are making a switch in what they thought was destined for them or what they thought they were supposed to do and just making a huge life switch. And currently Sarah works for NBC Universal which is a news broadcast that is streamed via Peacock. Peacock is a streaming service and honestly what they're doing is the first of its kind and it's just amazing to hear her talk about it and I'm excited for you guys to hear about it too. So Sarah, tell me about yourself. Like, who's Sarah? <laughs> First of all, hi, Faye. Hello. It's such a pleasure to be in your home. Yes. And <laughs> I can't believe we're here. To see oh, you God. after all these years. Yes. I mean, we still keep in touch, but it's so good to be in your presence. Um, yeah, my name is Sarah, Sarah Bukella. Um, I'm Faye's friend from college, mm-hmm. and currently I live in Miami as a news anchor and producer for NBC Universal um, streaming, local streaming. <laughs> so proud of you. That So we work with Peacock, with Roku, and with Samsung TV, uh, streaming 24-hour live newscast, and also doing live breaking news updates so mm. that's what i've been doing um these days but the journey Let, let's let's take it back but the journey <laughs> the journey <laughs> it all sounds nice and beautiful because which it is and we're very proud of you yeah. what i told you like especially like let's just let's, let's strip it back okay what did you study in undergrad what did i study in mm-hmm. undergrad so um like every other aspiring good african child mm-hmm. i studied pre-med <laughs> um until i couldn't do that anymore switched to Uh, speech language pathology Mm -hmm. and then at the very last second I'm literally the last second of my college career I said you know what (laughs) I actually don't like this and I've always wanted to be in media mm-hmm. and I think it would be in my best interest to pursue this. I was very afraid and nervous because yeah. it was like so last minute and I didn't think it was possible, you know, ju- I mean, just being an African kid in general, mm-hmm. we know of like very few um, professional roles that will guarantee success if you go to school and do these jobs and so we are really uh encouraged to think outside the box so i'd never thought outside the box and i said okay fine i'll be a doctor and then i'll have my own talk show dive into like your background yeah so my parents are ethiopian Mm -hmm. Uh, i was born in dallas texas and and our native language is amharic that Mm -hmm. was the first language that i spoke Mm -hmm. in america like you know because my mom she didn't speak english when she had me she had me really young and um so yeah i grew up you know, in an Ethiopian culture and background that prioritizes education and family and, you know, success. You know, we know the struggles that our parents had to go through to come to this country. So it's instilled in you at a young age. Like you, you have to, we didn't come here for no reason. Exactly. You better be successful. So what was that conversation (laughs) like when you decided to, I know it was like around your senior year of undergrad. Yeah. You made that decision. Um, You still graduated with like, what was the actual degree again? Actually, I I dropped my speech language uh, uh, pathology major and just did liberal studies just so I can graduate on time. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So talk talk me through how that conversation was with your parents, like after graduation, that transition, and then what was your actual first job right out of them? Yeah. So well, before I even transitioned to Mm -hmm. journalism, I had that conversation with my parents, and you know they were like, okay, well. 
my mom literally said, either you're going to be the next Oprah or you're going to be homeless. <laughs> but if you're a doctor, you're going to be the best or <laughs> don't come here. Yeah. And I said, well, I'm going to take my chances. I don't think I'm going to be homeless. And hopefully I can fall somewhere in between. Yes. Um, but yeah, so they were just kind of like, I don't know. And at that point, it was just already too late. I was mm. just like, I, you know, I, I have to do what I have to do. And um, that journey was, I was a part of IUS TV, which mm-hmm. is Indiana University Student Television Organization yes. um, at the college. And that's when I started experimenting. Like, I didn't even really know how to turn a camera on, okay? Um, and, Started from the basics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very basics, trying to edit on Final Cut Pros. Like, wait, how do I click? What do I do here? And um, I, so I did that in college at the last you know semester um and I was able to secure an internship mm-hmm. right when I graduated uh for a couple of months with um IU um sorry WTIU WFIU which is a PBS affiliate station mm-hmm. that was actually on campus it was an unpaid internship mm-hmm. it wasn't a lot of on-camera work it was a lot of print work but I was able to sneak in and um record some stand-ups yeah. of me like you know, and get like a taste of what it would be like honestly. yeah 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 and get a taste of what it would be like and I was able to create like the worst <laughs> demo reel you've you ever seen. You just do like a reaction video. Like, just take a look back like where you are now and then when you first started. Okay, um, that that would be very cringy, but I can try, yeah. But so I created like, you know, a demo reel of what I was able to figure out and do while I was in college and in my internship. Mm-hmm. And from there, um, met some people along the way. You know, they say it's not what you know, it's who you know. Facts. And I'm... A firm believer of that and like you know it's a, there's a lot of people that contributed to my success mm-hmm. today uh via mentorship and just like you know support and yeah. encouragement and yeah so from there um I went to a a, a regional conference mm-hmm. in Indianapolis NABJ National Association of Black Journalists yes. and when I went there I just had my crappy reel demo reel <laughs> and a uh, and a basic <laughs> resume of just like my internship <laughs> And I was just trying to network and figure it out. And I was so nervous. I remember before um, going to that regional conference, because I wasn't a part of NABJ when I was in college. Oh, yeah. So I had to. Ambassador, I was a part of it. I was trying to get you to come too, but I can understand like you were still like a little bit hesitant to join because you're like, I'm not in journalism school. I'm not in the media school. Yeah. I can get that. Yeah. And even before I walked into that regional conference, I was so nervous, Mm. Faye. Like I had to tell (laughs) myself uh, in the car, I was like, you belong here. You belong here. You belong here. Go exactly. in there. You got this. And I went. And um, then that's when they told me, oh, there's a national conference actually mm-hmm. in Detroit. You should go to that. Mm-hmm. When I and, and this is, I graduated college. I didn't have a job. I was living with my parents. Post-grad yes. depression. That was a very real thing. I, I, I thought we would talk anyone. about that more. Yeah, people need to hear that there... That is also part of the journey. Yeah. yeah. Did you struggle with any of that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I feel like it's like, again, I studied, I mean, this is not about me, but I studied journalism um, and I'm not in traditional journalism. I'm still working within marketing within the tech space, mm-hmm. but like a lot of my passions of what I do now outside of my actual day-to-day job stems from what I learned from the media school, what I learned from journalism. So mm-hmm. that whole tra- transition of trying to figure out, I still want to make money. I still want to pay bills. I still want to you know, have that sense of equity, but at the same time, like, I still have passions that I need to invest in, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I went through that back and forth, like, should I just keep doing what I studied, like, traditional route, journalism, and then, or do I want to just, like, go into big tech, and stuff yeah. like that, and I still, to this day, I'm still going back and forth, of like, what do I want to do, so. Yeah, it's a journey, yeah. it's a journey, for sure, but yeah, so, you know, living with my parents, it was, like, a really tough time, mm. and 
but I at least I knew if there was one thing I knew it was my purpose and my calling yes. was to do you know journalism media so I wasn't going to give up on that I literally took a greyhound okay from from Indiana to Detroit Woo! And I stayed with, like, a, I found on a Facebook group with NABJ, I found, like, a, you know, a random group of journalists that I didn't know, and we were all just going to share an Airbnb together. Wow. And the woman that I roomed with, her name is Yugochi Iloka. Mm-hmm. She's a news uh, reporter in Houston. Shout out to you. Yes. <laughs> she is now my good friend, and but she started off as my mentor. When I went there, I was so nervous. I was like, I don't have any experience. I'm in this national conference Tyler Perry was there okay he prayed huge. over there us. was some big names I remember those conferences to this day rapper. Every, like anybody huge you think names. of was there okay and I was so scared and I was like I don't know what to like do I don't know like you know and, talk to yeah, yeah I can't even she, imagine and my mentor told me she's like you didn't pay all this money and come all this way to not you know not shine secure yeah, exactly. yeah get a job or just yeah show who you are and she was like tell them this this and this this like to, you know i'm here to to find something this is my experience so yeah i did that i went how did to you find those foods. mentors or like people who you like ended up networking with putting in a good word like was that just through word of mouth being in the right place at the right time was it through like linkedin like how did yeah. that happen yeah i think a lot of my networks uh or the mentors that i have it was just an organic relationship mm. that yeah sometimes being in the right place right yes. time like i was telling you earlier I was returning some clothes from my mom. Oh, yes. And I, I love that story. <laughs> yeah. And I, the girl that was at the cash register was like, wait, I know you Where you, you went to IU. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, you know, we both graduated college just trying to figure it out. I was like, yep. oh, me too. I'm trying to get in news. It's hard. <laughs> She's like, oh, really? My best friend is a, is a producer. Let me give you her number. And she was my mentor. She was the one who helped me write my resume and told me to go to the exactly. regional conference. So, and then Yugochi is, is my mentor and my friend now. And I just, you know, happened to room with her. Yeah. So, and even just when you, a tip you know when you are trying to like network with people it's not always trying to see what you can get out of Mm -hmm. them it's literally building a genuine connection connection and friendship like all of my mentors i call them like every these are actual people you care about yeah (laughs) yeah i care about your well-being and you know i love to catch up and build an actual friendship and that's for me the the best way like if you try to force it i don't think yeah i think we can tell right away yeah yeah what does your day-to-day look like right now with your current job so my current job... Um, we can just take a step back, too. Like, your first job out of college, your time in Nebraska, and then now that you're in Florida, so... My first job out of college. Okay, so yeah, back to that. I'll, I'll wrap that up, make a long story short. Uh, the, <laughs> well, this, this is all important. The national it, conference. Yeah. No, yeah, the national conference, you know, my mentor gave me that boost and that encouragement to say, no, you, cu- you did not come all this way for nothing. Exactly. Go get what you came here to get. And I, you know, went and talked to different recruiters and I said, look, this is my experience. This is what I have. I'm willing to go anywhere. I said anywhere but Alaska. <laughs> and you know what God said? And he said, okay, I'm Alaska. <laughs> conference I got a call from a a new station in Nebraska because I applied to like a million places and this station was a small town Mm. in Nebraska a small market station um and I got that job and I just accepted it I didn't even think twice I was like oh my god I'm moving to Nebraska in a couple of months like what even is this like I I remember when I was on the plane it was a small plane it was like I was with like uh, some like Amish people and I was like where am I going going? (laughs) I was so scared I was like can we turn this plane around it was like a movie I'm just like oh should I be here it was 
it was very, it was a huge culture shock. But yeah, yeah, so then I got my first job in a small market. And the beauty about working in a small station is that you get to wear multiple hats. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you get, start off in a bigger station, if you get hired as a reporter, you're a that's reporter, all you're that's doing. all you're doing. Yeah. yeah. So I was able to start off as a reporter. Within six months, I was promoted to be the morning news anchor. Nice. And I would produce. So I would come in at midnight and produce two one-hour shows mm. from midnight to like six in the morning wow. by myself. Sometimes I would have to stop producing and go get breaking news stories yeah. to add to the show and then I would go live from seven to or yeah from six to seven and then seven to eight and then go home go to sleep rinse and repeat like and wow. that that's was also my like life. prime like within like broadcast news for news like that is prime time as well people log in before they go to work to mm-hmm. check the news yeah yeah so it was pretty cool to mm-hmm. you know and I was anchoring it exactly. solo after six so, months wow yeah but imagine okay. talking two hours straight every yeah. day I mean, I do. I can do it. That's why, that's why, that's why you're doing what you do. I'm behind the scenes. <laughs> right. You know, it's it's not a problem to talk, I guess. But yeah, so I, I did that at my first job. And then that, all that experience that I got knowing how to produce and how to anchor and how to report, um, then I was able to jump 100 markets in central Nebraska as the main, the primetime anchor producer. And I would like anchor and produce like three shows every day, uh, five, six, and 10. I didn't even know this. Yeah. <laughs> and I was there for two years. And then after that, went home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this was all during the pandemic, a year after the pandemic and everything. And I was like, I haven't had time to be home with my family yeah. since this started. So when, when my contract ended at that station, I said, I'm just going to go home. I'm not going to jump to the next mm-hmm. job. I'm going to go home, relax. Hey, and, I was, take your time. Yeah. Yeah. and I was just like, you know, interviewing and, and um, applying to different jobs. And the job that I found now, actually, they found me on LinkedIn. Mm, so I've been preaching this, like LinkedIn. Okay. Like, oh, just get on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, for real. And all I did was I, I put the banner that says like looking to yeah, work looking or to what work. Do you call it. Was it like that green hiring like recruiting? Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and you know someone sent me a, a personal message, private message, like, hey, there's this awesome, you know, even the way that it was explained to me, I I didn't know what I was getting <laughs> into, but it was just like, okay, here uh, we're starting this new project. Think uh, local news meets startup company. Mm. We're creating you know streaming channels, uh, and it's going to be in Miami. And I said, okay, you have me at my house, <laughs> you know, for a national platform, you know, and with, because the main partnership is with Peacock and I was like, yep, let's do it. Yeah. And at that time I just left Nebraska. Right. Yeah. So I would have been happy to go to Tennessee. Right. Okay. Anywhere else. <laughs> I would have been, it would have been a dream come true if I came to Atlanta. Yep. So I went from there to Miami and I, and I, Zero to 100, like, yeah. fast. and like I was telling you when I was like, you know, the first week I'm like taking you in the new city that I live in. And mm. I was just like, wow, God, I will never never question you ever again because i just can't even imagine like you know what i'm saying like just the jump from it's not easy one extreme to the other and so now life has been amazing (laughs) this past year has been amazing life outside of work life during work because um so now I guess I can explain what I do now because mm-hmm. I didn't know. <laughs> Even the first couple now of months, I was like, what is this what are we doing project? Here? Where we're taking local news stations, mm-hmm. like the uh, the newscasts from local news stations, and bring them to streaming platforms like Peacock, Roku, and Samsung TV. Right now, that's who we're with, we're with but we're trying to even branch out further yes. than that. We're meeting people where they're at so they can watch their news live on their phone. This is the future, you know? honestly. Because I don't know about you, but I'm not running home to catch a 6 o'clock news mm-hmm. like how I used to. And so, the convenience of turning on your TV and knowing that you can get what you need, like yeah. right there. Honestly, me, I don't own actual cable. Yeah. I have a Roku TV literally right there. And yeah. I stream everything online, yeah. so it's the future. <laughs> check, check your girl out. I'm going to text you. Yes. <laughs> Let me know. Yeah. 
So we do that. So we're part of like uh, creating the software and the workflow that's like never really existed before. So it's so cool to be, you know, a part of this huge project. And then um, from time to time, we're going live on the platforms when there's breaking news. So that's what I've been doing now. But this job is so flexible. It's so, you know, it's like unstructured, but it's like you have the opportunity to like throw different ideas at the wall, see what sticks. Okay, do we want to do this? Uh, now nah, let's pivot. Let's do this. Let's and you're do that. building it from the ground up. Like this is the mm-hmm. first of its kind too. So that's yeah. like impressive. It's a lot of work, yeah. <laughs> but it's been so rewarding, and it's like a blessing to be a part of. Mm. So and now life, you know, life is great at work, outside of work. So I'm not really yeah. complaining right now. Just trying to like you know step it up more as far as like my brand and stuff, mm. which I'm gonna be asking you about. I mean, I'm gonna help it anyway that I can. What yeah. advice do you have for your younger self? Like, take a step back to, to baby Sarah. Like, what would you tell her? Baby girl I would, Sarah. <laughs> no, that's great. What I would tell baby girl Sarah is that what you want, what you desire, mm. wants you. So yes. don't question that natural urge or instinct that you have to um, pursue a certain career or yeah. whatever, a hobby, sport, whatever. Because there's a reason why you have that natural, like, inclination to do that yeah. and just follow that. That's what I would tell myself. Like, yeah, you can be on TV and you don't have to waste three years of your life trying to be a doctor. <laughs> when you know you would pass out if you saw blood. Like, does that even make sense? Plus, every African child's like, <laughs> sorry. We all have that shared trauma of like, why are we doing this? We know we are not qualified in the sense okay. of like, not even if we can get all the good grades you want. You don't like what you're doing. Like, medicine... The big three, medicine, engineering, and law, yeah. is not for everybody. There's so many other <laughs> careers, hence this podcast. There's okay. so many other careers out there. What advice do you have for somebody who also wants to go into this field? Like, do exactly what you're doing. Yes. Um, my greatest advice would be to find the right uh, network of uh, uh, mentors mm. and support system, even your friends, family, anybody that's willing to like pour into you and encourage you. Because yep. sometimes it gets hard and you may not believe in yourself or it might, the you know, your dreams could feel out of reach, but you need mm. those people in your corner that say, no, it's, yeah, it's very possible. You. Yeah. And, you know, it can help you take those like st- small steps to, to reach that. But even before all that, the biggest uh, uh, factor is being very clear on what it is that you want down to the T, like, you know, the type of life you want, the type of job Mm. you want. And for some people that takes time Yeah, and you know, that's a part of your like personal development journey is like figuring out who you are Mm. to even know what you want. You got to know who you are, but like, you know, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I can interrupt. Keep going. No, it's fine. But yeah, like figure out who you are, figure out what it is exactly that you want, be very clear about it. And I think from there, finding the right support system Mm -hmm. through mentors, through friendships and whatnot, and everything will click into place for you. And it doesn't hurt to just like ask the question. Like I feel like a lot of people are just, the initial just reaching out, it's terrifying. And most people are flattered. The the fact that you've been thinking about them to ask these questions is like, that in itself will get that conversation going. So Mm -hmm. that's brilliant advice. That's very true. Okay, so what's one thing or one moment in your face that's been quite difficult in your career or something you're like, whew, maybe I've done that differently or I wish I didn't have to go through that or I understand why I went through that, you know? Hmm. <laughs> you don't have to get too personal if it's All like... Right. <laughs> but like, you can sli- slightly talk about it. <laughs> I know, I'm just trying to think because to, to be honest with you, uh, like starting off in a small market, mm-hmm. in a town, you know, culture that's very different from yes. from what I grew up with I I 
struggled with a lot of different things like at work and outside of work mm -hmm. the initial like culture shock and like going into a different like environment that I've ever been before with people that think different than mm. me look different than me but what kept me sane and kept me pushing was my purpose like yep. I knew what I was here to do so mm -hmm. that's um how I kind of like overcame like that. Your, what's that expression like your north star mm -hmm. like that's what it was like regardless of all the cases going on around me I know this is where I need to be mm -hmm. and this might just be temporary you know? yeah yeah what's one moment or one highlight in your career where you're like wow I'm making it. My dreams are coming true. We're here. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, that would be when I was able to tell stories that were very personal to my experience. Like, I'm a daughter of immigrants, and mm. I was able to create a series highlighting the immigrant population in central Nebraska because it was my, it was my way mm. of, like, trying to bridge the cultural gap. Yep. You know, I think... Even if you think about like activism and everything, everyone has their own form of that. Yep. For some people, it's rallying in the streets. For some people, it's being the first black president. Yep. <laughs> For others, it's telling stories that matter to help, you know, um, change the perception. So yep. that was my way of contributing. And um, so I that was the, that was the greatest like accomplishment honestly in my career was able to like I interviewed a doctor from India and a, a professor from Ghana mm. and a business professional from Colombia and and the student from uh, Japan and it was the whole thing was like what was your journey from your country all the way to America mm -hmm. yeah. like why did you choose this community as your community and in what ways are, are you contributing positively and making an, an impact yeah. and my hope was for someone at home to watch that and say wow like we're you know here. we're because yeah. everyone at the end of the day like we're all the same we're all chasing the American dream and we just want to live a good life and make our country better better yeah. <laughs> so I was so happy to be able to show that oh, well Sarah <laughs> What I tell you, I feel so inspired. And even off, like, off this podcast, there's so much stuff that we want to work on. Yeah. Do you have any, like, closing words? What's next for you? Can you share what's next? Um, and also, any, like, closing advice, thoughts? And where can people find you, like, on social and stuff? Yeah. Um, closing advice, thoughts? Hmm, there's so many things. Because I'd I be, I be preaching. I'd be talking a lot. But um, <laughs> um, my biggest advice, especially because this is a careers, career journals podcast, right? So it's about finding your career. Um, focus on, like, as, as much as you're focusing on your career, focus on your personal development as yep. well. Your emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. your emotional well-being, your mental health, like, you know, figuring out who you are as a person and always trying to grow every day because then your career comes hand in hand with that. And once you're clear on who you are and clear on what you want, yep. everything will fall into place. And I think the biggest advice I could give is like your intention. What is your intention behind everything that you're doing? Yeah. If you're clear on that and it's a good one and you're trying to, you know, contribute to the world and not hurting anyone, um, as long as you focus on that, everything will fall in line. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Then where can everyone find you? What's your What's your at? <laughs> so you can find me on Instagram mm. <laughs> um, at Sarah Bacella TV. Mm -hmm. um, um, Twitter Sarah Bacella TV, but I don't really tweet as much these days. But Instagram is, and Facebook too, Sarah Bacella TV. But find me on Instagram, y'all. Mm. I also make sure to add all Sarah's info in the description as well as on our website so thank you sarah for being here thank this you is, i'm so happy right now <laughs> thank you guys for listening and we shall be back next week